Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am your host, Slider Sports Guy, joined by a few of my good friends. As always, we start off with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? What's going on, everybody? Your boy live on location from uh, Memphis, Tennessee today. So, you know, feeling feeling back to my old roots, my old stomping ground back in college, you know, feeling good up in here. So let's get it. On the other side, we got your favorite coach's favorite coach. What's going on, LBZ? What it do is BZ the GOAT, man, once again in the house with everybody ready to get this thing started. So let's get it. Let's get it. And back by popular demand, back by popular demand, the world wanted her, so we brought her back. It's Jaquana. What's going on, Jaquana? You Are you very happy to be here? Man, I am ecstatic to be here. Can't wait to get into these topics. Well, we, happy to be here. We are very, very happy to have you here, man. A lot of stuff going on in the world, man. First, we got to break out with some sad news. Man, some some sad, sad shit has been going on, man. I don't know how to say this, but my Facebook account got hacked. I got my Facebook and my Instagram account got hacked, and it has been deactivated. There is no longer Slider Sports Guy on Instagram, and is no longer Sylvester Williams on Facebook. I am sad, people. I'm sad. <laughs> and, you know, it, the messed up thing is, man, you don't realize, you know, how much you own Facebook or whatever like that and how much stuff you have on there. I read all them pictures I done had for the past 14 years is gone. Gone. It's, it's a sad day, man. It's a sad day for the kid, man. Well, I mean, it ain't that bad. I mean, half of them had you in them, so. Them pictures is good. Be gone. I tell you, <laughs> never to return again. <laughs> it's a sad day. I'm over here. I'm drinking this Johnny Walker label, black label, straight. Got a cigar. Johnny, no ice in it. No ice, man. I'm, dog, it's a sad day for the kid, man. I don't know what to say, man. Wow. Hey, for real, for real though, that is that is tragic. You know, you got all kind of videos. You know, you get the memories every day that you know something you posted back in the day. Mm-hmm. You don't get none of that no more, man. Sorry none of that. that. I'm gonna have yeah, to go man, and start a new page, man. I'm gonna have to start a new page. Get me, get me all my friends and scratch. You know what I am gonna do? I'm gonna do like them. Um, the 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 Instagram thoughts do. I'm gonna put on my my new Instagram page. Hack that fifty thousand, fifty thousand uh friends or fifty thousand followers. Wait, you said the Instagram thoughts. What did you say? Yeah, you, yeah, you know. Uh, is that a thing? Is that a thing? Oh, it's it's a thing. Tell <laughs> me about that because I didn't know it was such a thing. It's a thing, you know. I, I follow. I, I follow the Instagram thoughts and models, you know, for research purposes <laughs> for the show. Research purposes for the Rip Twenty Eight podcast. Okay, entertainment I, purposes only. Entertainment purposes only. I'm always, I'm only doing it for the followers. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so, 
so yeah, man. So so now, but I'm gonna go and put hack that fifty thousand followers, you know. So they'll be like, oh shit, he he was he was the man before he got hacked. <laughs> Okay. He the man with fifty thousand followers, boy. Yeah, man. man. He made, he made 50 followers. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, we we um we're down. I mean, I'm down personally. I'm down personally on the um on, on Instagram and on Facebook. But even though I'm down, the Rip Twenty Eight podcast, we're still up, baby. We're we're up and we're yeah, still we're rocking, right. man. You All you can right. find us up. find us everywhere. Find us everywhere, man. We at uh, what's this? Apple Podcast, Spotify, okay. YouTube, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, Google Podcast, Podbay. How much do people use Twitter? Does people use Twitter? Oh, I use Twitter. I use Twitter, Twitter all the time. Very popular too. I just don't know how to use it that good. <laughs> See, I LeBron, think you use Twitter. Uh, no, I don't really use Twitter either. LeBron ain't really one of them. Um. Internet people, man. Right? Not a social media maniac. Le- LeBron ain't one of them social media guys. But LeBron I think ain't never out of Columbia. He's still a country boy. Yeah, you know. But I think for... I didn't live out of Columbia. Been everywhere. I just don't feel the need to post anything, Sir Nesbitt. I ain't saying you ain't never been out of Columbia. You ain't never lived out of that. Like uh, that. I lived out of Columbia for ten years. He lived in Co- Greenville. I never lived in Columbia. For college. I lived in Aiken too. Yeah, that is right. You live naked for a little That's bit. That's country in Columbia. It don't matter. You said outside of Columbia. <laughs> you was in Memphis. You was in Arkansas. That, but yeah, you I was in Arkansas. Wait, Mar- you, is that Marion, Arkansas? No, I was in Russellville. Oh. Russellville. Before, before Arkansas, on. I was in Kansas City. You know, okay. Kansas City, man. You, you wasn't in Kansas City. You was someplace close to Kansas City. You, was in the you country. weren't even in the inner city, dog. Everywhere uh, you've been, you've been so, a bumpkin. So, you so, corner. You don't know nothing about being a <laughs> so, 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 y'all want me to go move to the hood? That's what you want me to do. No, Memphis is good go stuff. Ahead. I was that in Memphis for three years, so that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right there yeah. off of Union Ave. Okay, then. Okay, then. She lived, don't let her lie to you. She lived, she lived in Orange Mound. <laughs> <laughs> she lived in Orange Mound for three years. <laughs> that's what she just used to go to go get her stuff. Get her fix. No, not me. She was she was not me. She was with eight. She was eight ball and MJG. (laughs) Shout out to Memphis, man. Shout out to the homie Trail. Trail. Shout out to the homie Trail. Yeah, I I, I stopped by there as soon as I got from the airport, man. Yeah, shout out to the real G. Shout yeah. out to the realest from our uh, Memphis ten, they, Tanisha. Yeah, Tanisha from Memphis. Memphis, <laughs> Memphis is on. Hey, they the still had them G. kids flipping up and down the street in Memphis. Oh, they grown men. They got to be old as fuck now. Nah, that's an organization. Yeah, the Bell Street uh, Flippers or whatever. Flippers, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. They be getting they they do stuff at the Grizzly Games and all that stuff, and they mm. of course they're doing on Bell Street. Okay. Yeah. Nothing like Memphis in May, though. I'm telling you, Memphis will uh. make it lit. I went out with Chance one time. It was years ago. I, I was still married. I went out to uh, Memphis in May one year with Chance. Yeah, good stuff. Long, 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 hey, long. It seems seem like it rains every time it come it around. Mm-hmm. But we still have a good time, you know. Yeah, it's good Okay, stuff. okay. Yeah, man, so we going to keep with this sad vibe, man. Um, 
I was worried, bro. I, I saw the news, and they said the queen has died. And, and she I, did. She I was, I was fucked up, boy. I was like, man, what happened to Latifah? <laughs> For I real? said, man, Latifah gone. No, not not the queen. Not the queen. And then For they were real? like, they were like, no, no, we ain't talking about Queen Latifah. Then I was like, okay, we cool, we cool. But then I was like, wait a minute. Aretha done been dead for a long time. Uh, uh, Aretha been gone. So why Latifah had to go? Why? I'm like, what queen y'all talking about? You know Beyonce ain't dead. Yeah, like that. Jay Z just put out a new track. I'm like, did Dang. something happen to Mary J? What? What's what queen? What are y'all talking about? And then they were talking about Queen. Of, gone. Uh, yeah, talking about Disney Queen. Gone. Everybody. Yeah, they talking about Queen Elizabeth. I'm like, who? Who? Yeah, I've seen some on Facebook. Somebody was like, man, I thought she died ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Man, have y'all seen all the memes talking about uh, how, how she got crossed up by Kobe? <laughs> talking about the first time the queen see Kobe. Kobe hit her with that step back, got her leaning. <laughs> I seen somebody show Betty White picture when they was talking about her, too. Hey, Betty White dead. Nah, uh, she's still, she still kicking, man. Betty White still kicking? Okay, man. Betty, you sure? I think Betty White might be dead. Betty White just died, man. I think she did, man. Come on, Come on, Let me go to Google. I yeah, think Betty gone to glory. You know, I believe Betty, I believe Betty um, is gone too. Come Go- on, Chad. Google is your best friend, man. We, we'll figure. You know, we see, get a re- look, see your wife. Yeah. Your wife said Betty White did, man. Yeah, yeah uh, December thirty first, different December thirty first, twenty twenty one. Yeah, one shout more, out, one shout out to Shout out to females been in the in the in the comments and. Joby Studemeyer and Penelope. Man, Penelope. in the building. What's up, baby? I miss you. I don't know, man. T, uh, T said Betty White dead. I don't know if I should put a like or a heart beside that. I don't know. I don't know if I'm what I'm supposed to do on that comment. Am I supposed to like that comment or heart You're about it? Just leave it alone, man. I'm, I'm gonna leave, leave it alone, it. man. I'm gonna leave, leave it alone. Dog, dog, I know we ain't talk about this at all, but um it's some video out there, and I'm gonna try to find that video. It's a it's a commercial where Martha Stewart is selling um selling coffee and she don't have nothing but an apron on. And Martha Stewart is acting and talking sexy with just the apron on trying to sell coffee. I, I'm not sure how I felt about that one right there, boy. Well, let me see. Let me many, know. Oh, my God. Our non-diverse <laughs> sisters can be quite uh, entertaining sometimes. <laughs> like, I like you go, Martha. Martha over there Martha. trying to. Martha. Martha. How many coffee did you buy, Sly? I, 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 I was about to go about a whole damn thing. Straight to the that's what I was about to ask, Chance. Did you watch all of the commercials? Uh, at what point did you stop? I had to pull out the um the lotion. The I mean, oh wait a minute, <laughs> you nasty dog. Watching Martha. <laughs> oh, the only reason he say you nasty because he used Vaseline. Yeah, that that's the difference. That, no, that's the no. Don't lump me in there with him, brother. Hey man, let that man speak for himself. <laughs> Martha, Martha was nasty with that thing, man. I yeah, like it. I think that hey, she ever liked Snoop. Did you ever think she ever tried to flirt with Snoop? Uh, yep. Snoop might have hit it. That, 
when that weed nah. get in your boy, Martha got frisky. She <laughs> started rubbing on that little skinny leg. Martha ain't slick. Mar- slide, but you sound real turned on. You keep talking about Martha. Nah, not on was... camera. Just wait. Not on camera. But you know, <laughs> you know what's crazy though? It was a meme going around when her and Snoop first started doing that show together. It was like one of these people are a convicted felon who served jail time. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh shit, Martha is a convicted felon. So man. Mm-mm-mm. I mean Martha still gets respect though, you know. But I saw something on the Breakfast Club. They interviewed they had this thing. It was a show came on BET or something called Trap Queens. And they interviewed um a couple of different sisters who went to jail or whatever. They had a, a reality show or something like that came out. And one of them was in jail with Martha Stewart. And they said Martha Stewart was like a real bitch. She was a cool-ass chick in jail. Oh, like, God damn. Okay, Martha. Martha holding it down. How much time did Martha do? Uh, at least a year. I think she did a whole year. Yeah, they said she was up in that brain hair and everything. <laughs> Martha was holding it down for the folk. Hey, I, bet, I bet she had some good jail time uh Meals and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, she didn't. No, they weren't that good. She had no weed to put in. Nah. <laughs> she was. She ain't cooking without that weed. <laughs> you I that. She was in there cooking up stuff on to take the coffee pot and um, cook it on the little, the little heater thing from the coffee pot. Martha was doing it up in prison, Make, making all type of souffles and shit out of. Out of Raymond Noodles. <laughs> oh, Martha, yeah, huh? Martha Stewart, oh, yeah, man. That's what Martha was doing. Man, some other stuff going on out there, man. Um, Le'Veon Bell sent Adrian Peterson into La La Land, got him in the fifth round, stuck him in the jaw, and uh, that was all she wrote for Adrian Peterson, man. Well, y'all, y'all seen that, man? Yeah, yeah, I, I only seen, seen the knockout. I didn't see the rest of the fight. But yeah. That was uh get knocked out like that. That's that's pretty that's pretty weak right there. Yeah. I mean that was just what a almost a jab, a straight with the right, ain't it? Yeah, it was a straight yeah, jab. He came yeah, in with yeah. the straight. Yeah, how you get knocked out like that, man? Oh, it's Listen, boxing, bro. Once man, once you have achieved greatness at that level. Just, just, just go and retire and collect your money and live a happy life. Stop all this trying to get in the ring and do MMA and do all that. How Let much older should be that? How much older is Peterson than Bell? Peterson oh, got yeah, to be Peterson a... got to be pushing forty. He got to be forty. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon probably right early thirty. Yeah, maybe his early thirty. But but the thing about Peterson though, Peterson always been a dude who been like in really good shape, you know what I'm saying? No slouch. You know. Um even his last two years playing with the Redskins, man, you know, most people would have been retired. But he was still still effective, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, only fight he won was against his child. Oh man. Oh, come on. Come hey, on. They, they been too soon. Too soon. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Come I on. That. That, that, just, that just lets you know basketball, football is not the same as boxing. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, though. Not What's going to be crazy is next time you try to jack your son up, he's going to say, <laughs> you, ain't, you, ain't, 
You ain't do that to Le'Veon. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't do that to Le'Veon. Nah. Now watch me. Now watch me call Uncle Le'Veon on you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna all of a sudden become Uncle Le'Veon. Mm-hmm. Get knocked out. But yeah, and man. His son. His son's got to live with that. Yeah. Your daddy just yeah. got knocked out. Man. I, you ain't tough. Yeah. I, yeah get knocked I, out like your daddy used to. Yeah, you know, I'm about to say. I'm about to say <laughs> right, right. They you think they'll get bullied? They'll get bullied because of it. Oh, they're going to get teased. I don't know if they'll get bullied, but they're going to get teased. So man, what's the difference between bullying and teasing? Teasing is when you rib them a little bit. Bullying mm. is when it's consistent. Yeah. Fly, bullying, flies bullying. are bullied. Bullying is physical, I'm just a guy that'll tease Sly ain't never been no bully, man. Sly never. Sly have caused friends to delete him from Facebook and stuff. Man, I I really think somebody somebody got me, man. Somebody somebody got me. Somebody you didn't bully them in school say, I get you. Yeah, I I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm I'm gonna drop a dime on drop a dime on somebody. Somebody got me. They they say they can't affect your uh, your calorie intake, so they'll affect your Facebook. (laughs) Wow, you know what, man? Speaking of of kids, speaking of kids and uh, putting kids in a bad position, uh, y'all heard about this uh, Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears thing going on, man? Uh, Apparently, uh, um, some years ago, uh, twelve years ago, they had they created a skit, a supposed skit. I put that shit in question in quotation marks, a skit. And it was about a, a pedophile seeing the world through the eyes of a pedophile. And they had, um, I guess the premise of the skit was who you dropping your kids off to. And they had this mama, Tiffany Haddish was playing the mama, and she was going to the club and stuff like that. And she was dropping the kid off at the dirty uncle. And the dirty uncle would look through a newspaper with holes cut out looking at the kids and some compromising positions and putting lotion, have to keep putting lotion on shit like that. And it's supposed to be a funny skit. But the problem is, is where was the funny? You know, it, it wasn't no it wasn't no funny in, in the skit, man. It wasn't no funny in it, man. It was uh you know, real pedophilish. Yeah, done in poor taste, man. Done yeah. in very poor taste. And and so now apparently what happened, I guess Tiffany Haddish was a family friend of the of the mom of the kids. And um and you know, the the mom tried to sue them earlier. The mom tried to sue them earlier. Lawsuit didn't work out, uh, was dismissed. It was dismissed and everybody thought it was always it was gone and forgotten. Now the kids are of age and they can sue themselves. So now they're suing, and uh, Tiffany Haddish and Aries, they're going around saying that, that it's, a, it's a shakedown. They're going around saying it's a shakedown. They're trying to get some money out of the situation. Mm-hmm. So They're going to get it. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. If they if they lost already, if they done lost the case already. Mama lost. They ain't lost. They mama lost. They ain't lost. I okay. mean, they can do liquidated they, damages. They, they start talking about all the kind of trauma they got. Mm-hmm. And- everything mm-hmm. but um but you know I, I i saw the um the clip and, and it wasn't shit funny about it that that's my thing i'm trying to figure out if you're doing something to make it funny if it's supposed to be a joke 
the shit should be funny. But it, it wasn't even funny. It was just real, real, real fucked up and creepy. Did anybody think that it was funny? That may be an opinion of yours. Did anybody think that yeah, it was true? Everything I didn't, I didn't see it, so I don't know. Everything All I've the read has been negative about it. Yeah, every I, I hadn't seen nobody say it was funny, and I, I'm I'm aware of the situation that he's talking about too. So I didn't see nobody say it was funny. Everything was very negative back then. But y'all, but y'all do bring up a really good point on this, like. Like you talked about earlier, Sly. Like some people let anybody take their kids home. Yeah. Like say, say, say you're on the same team and you want somebody to give your kid a ride from practice. You don't know these folks. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you just gonna let anybody give them. Oh yeah, we went, we went to McDonald's and got some ice cream. But you know, you don't know what's going on. You know, <laughs> like you, you got to be careful with that. I mean, you would hope that you ain't got to worry about stuff like that in in, a, in your community, but you don't know you don't know these people that's right you got to be careful but yeah, you know you trust them and the thing about it is a lot of things where things happen to younger children it's from people who they know mm-hmm. it's not Most necessarily time. people who you don't know these are the uncles these are you know the friends of the friends these are the cousins these are you know these are people you know so you just can't say man they say they say because i know them i know them no you know what they possess to be on the outside you don't know who they are on the inside you know yeah, yeah lebron they be grooming coach. these kids they be grooming kids man mm-hmm. i get you this ice cream they do all this stuff man i hear working with kids and being you know formerly working in boys and girls home Man, you hear all kind of horrible stories. And like yeah. you say, Quanta, it'd be people in your inner circle, your mm-hmm. family members, your your neighbor that you let them let you that you give a key to to let your kid in when they get home from school. Mm-hmm. I don't trust none of that. My son yeah. no not and don't ever come to me telling me I cannot stay tonight with my baseball teammate on my track. Cause you know the answer ain't no. Yep. It's hell no. <laughs> and you on punishment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For asking you on punishment. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Brian, you you coach. I know. I know you gotta take kids home sometime. You know, I'm they, always they, on the phone. I'm they, always on Facetime with somebody. Always. I, I'm definitely not saying that you. I know you, but I'm saying oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that happens. And you, you gotta know, be I careful. Was, uh, yeah. I was at a church, like before I got to that church when, when I moved to Arkansas. It was uh the with the youth youth minister or mm-hmm. whatever. He was out there, you know, having sex with some of them girls and stuff, and he got caught up and all this stuff, and it was a big old deal back then. It was like, that's somebody you definitely think you can trust. You know what I mean? And you can't even trust these folks. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I I hate to say it, but those with the most power, I I don't trust them because they try to use that as leverage. Think about when we was in high school, uh, uh, Chance and Sly. Think about the uh, the assistant principal that we mentioned before. Oh, yeah. You, you got know caught saying? up. You, that's what I'm saying. So you think about that, and you and you make a good point, Chance, with me being in coaching and working in the elementary school and being around um, school-age kids. You got to be real careful. Because back in the day when if Coach Curlo or Coach Hook or somebody had given us the ride home, you know, you – even though our parents and we had our own cars, just using us for example, it wouldn't have been nothing thought of it. But mm-hmm. now you got to be real careful. That's why you, I call the parent. 
make sure they know we leave in the school at this time. We should be there at this time. And I'm on FaceTime with somebody. I don't oh. care who it is. Yeah, you you so got you just gotta you just gotta cover yourself, man, on all bases before something like that come back and bite you. Something that yeah. you think you're doing out the kindness of your heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the messed up part about it is you ain't even gotta do nothing sometimes. But if they say that's you did, what I'm saying. If they say you did, you did. You lost. You oh. lost. But you know, you know, sometimes these girls have more bucks and curves and loops and hers. <laughs> at the age of 12 and 13, you know, and men have to be very careful because they may be built up like a, you know, very grown woman. You mean you mean like you wouldn't know that they was too young? Huh? You mean you mean like you wouldn't know that they was underage or what? I mean, sometimes you can't tell from the outside appearance. Now, a lot of times when they start talking, you can yep. probably decipher between, oh, this this person is younger, That's you know, baby. but just looking from the outside, maybe walking down the street or something like that. No, nah, that's hard to that's hard to say. But with all this makeup and wigs and everything, mm-hmm. all these enhancements these women and young ladies have, it's crazy. You gotta be careful. Um, but on the on the other end, these uh female teachers and coaches going crazy too. You know what, man? He, 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 he go the funny. Go ahead. He go the funny thing. I don't know if it's funny, but you know, all my teachers growing up was old as fuck. They they, they was all old teachers. They just had a bunch of old teachers. We didn't get a young teacher until my, yeah, my junior year in high school. We finally got a young teacher. We got uh, uh, Miss Thompson and and uh, and and Diana came. Y'all were sophomores. I was in ninth grade then. Okay. Okay. I was, yeah. I was, a, fr- I was a freshman. Yeah. So y'all was in tenth grade. Now, now he go. He, got miss- hey, but when they came in though, they came in. Now he go the thing. These are <laughs> yeah. these are all outstanding women. They are all great women. They never they never did it. Now, nah. <laughs> question is, <laughs> did I did I used to wish they would? <laughs> You know, is that is that wrong for me wishing they would at 16, 15? It's a funny, it's not a funny thing, but as a grown man, I understand that is abuse, a woman taking advantage of a, of a kid like that. But at 15, would I be upset if, if one of them ladies took advantage of me? I don't, I don't think I would. Uh, the only thing about it is you're going to tell somebody and somebody else going to tell somebody. Yeah. It's, it's a scandal. Well, yeah, at 15, that's hard to hold. Mm-hmm. That's hard to hold. You I go mean, from going to algebra to working her geometry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Dude, that's, 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 that's a lot to hold. <laughs> yeah, but man. How would you feel if it was your son, though? Say your son right now. Call Cam, 15, 14? 13. 13. 13 years old, his Spanish teacher, or whatever. You know, she trying to come by and spend a little extra time tutoring little Cam. How do you feel about that, though? Is it still the same? I don't think it's abuse. I, you know, my, I, I, it's it's abuse. It is. It, it, it's abuse. But would you be mad? Is what I'm asking. Would you have that same? thought process that you have for your 15-year-old self for your 15-year-old son. Is that the same thought process or is it a little bit different because you ain't getting none? 
Like, <laughs> like what you did to hit it, I couldn't hit it. <laughs> I but, remember next Friday. <laughs> like, it's all yours as long as you let me hit it too. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of times is that people has to be consciously aware. You remember the um the mayor in New York who they were saying he was making these passes and he had to step down, right? Mm-hmm. So take for example, there was an older man just last Sunday. <laughs> He comes and take my hand and feels up my hand and say, ooh, I'd like to take you out. That's sexual harassment to me. That's unwanted what? touching. What? Come on. Yeah, okay. that's unwanted touching. You, I did you, not invite you to touch me. And but, then, you, so, but you old. <laughs> no, I'm young compared to him. You can't be a 70-year-old man and feeling me up my arm. It's not welcome. So if it was somebody that you wanted to fill up your arm, is that harassment? That's the difference. It's not. That's it's the difference. Okay, it's not. So. It's not. That's unwanted. That's just like consensual sex versus rape. No, I'm, see, I'm, see. I'm just saying, so that one time him trying, I don't think it's harassment. If you tell him don't do that ever again and he do it again, I think yeah. it's harassment then. I think it's harassment at the beginning. You touched me. But but if somebody who you wanted to touch you did it, it ain't harassment, right? It's not. That's so the difference between how, how, welcome how they, welcome behavior versus not welcome. How do they know that it ain't welcome until they until they know? Well, that's the part. You can't go around. That's what we've been trying to tell men all of this time. You just can't go around touching women. It's almost like you walk around and just t- smack a woman on her butt. That's not okay. Uh, that's not Wait a okay. minute. That's not okay. That's- Oh, that's not okay because what happens? That's not okay. That's not okay if she does not want that. That's not okay. When you get older, that's not okay. Now you may have going back to these young girls. You may have a man a smack on the butt, (laughs) you know, or whatever. That's cute. A grown woman. That's not okay if it's not welcome. It's just not okay. We know. We know. That's how that's how you say hello in some cultures. <laughs> you, it's the notion of no is no, right? What what yeah, I but don't you didn't say no until you touched. Yeah, you ain't. He, you how how no. am I supposed to know? A man think that it's okay to just smack a woman on her. Butt. How am I supposed to know I can't do it till I do it? No, it's not okay at all <laughs> unless you guys have a chemistry and it's flirtatious going on. But just when she's walking by, you just smack on her butt. It's like a strip club. That's how you get it started. Well, we know this, Connor. We know this. <sighs> but 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 you you bring but but an interesting part is brought up now. It, it's interesting brought. What is rape? I mean, what is harassment and what is flirting? Where is that line? Um, and, and a lot a lot of it has to do with attraction. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you're attracted to the person who slaps you on the butt, it ain't harassment. You see what I'm saying? But what if I'm attracted day one and you continue and I'm no longer attracted on day two? Mm-hmm. It changes. Well, it changes. It changes. And, and my thing is when it comes to it, my feeling has always been listen to the woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Listen to the woman and you have to know the room. You got to know the temperature. You got to know the temperature. You you can't walk up to a woman and just grab her ass. Yeah, you know. Cool. You got to let that water boil a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You got to let it simmer. But it's, it's it two simmer. things. It's two things of that too. <laughs> the right yeah. corner. Don't 
Don't y'all want, so... don't y'all women want it to let it swim, simmer? You don't want nothing so... to come up on you cold. Exactly. Every woman, contrary to what she believes, contrary to what she may give off, love a good chase. Love a chase. Mm-hmm. And, but but well, here, but the old president said, grab them by. <laughs> But, from the government. but this is this is the tricky thing. Oh, this is the tricky thing. What is ch- what is chase and what is being a creep? Okay, you see, you see what I'm saying? Right. So a creep is oh, I'm just riding by your house and I saw that you didn't get home to last night or something of that nature. Now, contrary no, to stalking. what we, yeah, that's, that's stalking. That's, 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 that's creepy that's too. Right that's now, creepy. That's yes, and it's creepy. But the the healthy flirtatious is, hey, let me see you some maybe an edible arrangements today, you know, or whatever. Or here, that cash app. Listen, nobody don't want that. Hey, beautiful text messages every single day. You know, mm. here, wake up to that cash app going on. Yeah, but I, I trick, but oh, I don't trick that far. <laughs> I see trick, but I don't, I don't trick see, that far. Here go some lunch uh, today. Lunch on words. me. Give you a cash app. Man, listen, listen, out when, when, the- when we calling you the B word, we wrong. We calling you beautiful, you we wrong. Man, I ain't giving you no cash app until you learn how to act. Get some act right in your system. She might you know, get some act right with a cash app, work Oh, cash app. No, right. I, I don't want it for, I don't want it temporarily. I need you to act right permanently. I, I cash app, I cash app you that. Cash app. That forty dollars afterwards. <laughs> You get that forty dollars afterwards. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna even pay the whole forty. I'm gonna put it on corner. I'm gonna give you ten, 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 ten. That's it. You better earn this cash out. Check this out in the in the comments. In the comments, we got Penelope. She says, "Grown dot dot older men creep me out." Dot dot dot. I was always shapely and curvy all my life. Yeah, LOL, don't touch me. Yeah, yeah see? I don't know touch Penelope nobody. since she was a baby. Penelope went right. curvy. All right, so on some real Penelope stuff. Penelope lying. Like, touching, <laughs> you know, is definitely harassment, whatever you call it. But you can also harass somebody by the words you say also. It ain't, yeah. it ain't just touching somebody. You can, you can be saying some crazy stuff to somebody yeah. and they make them feel very uncomfortable. Especially mm-hmm. like, you know, and if somebody that you see all the time, like a work setting mm-hmm. or something like that, you know, we see on TV all the time, like, you know, folks standing on the street or something and the girl walking by, they be like, hey, what's up, Shawty? Hey, holla at you. You know, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But somebody that you have to interact with day to day and they steady saying, you know, sexual stuff or stuff that unwanted yeah. things, that can be just as bad as touching somebody as well. Man, my mom always said, "Don't talk under a woman's clothes. What? Don't what? talk under her clothes. Don't talk under her clothes." Yeah, tell me about that. What's what's under her clothes? Don't talk about yeah. nothing under her clothes. Uh, okay, like I got you. I got you. Yeah, I, I do my so, best. But keep, listen, okay, so I do my best lip. I do my best lip work under a woman's clothes. Wait, listen, yeah, listen. But that's, I had, that's why she done got in the door, though. So like, you you the yeah, we're talking about there. trying to get in the door. We're talking about trying to get in the yeah, door. You know, I had this man tell me one time, I'll drink your bath water. I was like, that's disgusting. Oh, that is nasty. That's disgusting. You, so to me, that was in a workplace, and I was like, didn't feel comfortable of working around him no more. That's that's. That goes to that harassment, you know. That, that, that's what he was trying to tell you. He was nasty. He was trying that's to tell nasty. you that. 
He was trying to tell you he was nasty. And just, and just like the comment Penelope says, like they creepy. That's that's nasty. That's some pedophile stuff. Well, it ain't pedophile because you you grown. I know, but still, it looks as though he would be someone, even though I'm grown, looks like that type of behavior wouldn't exclude someone that's younger. Nah, see, see, right now we one thing we need to do, you need to stop mixing scenarios because that lessens the effect on the real scenario and and this is what i mean by that um a lot of time uh well not a lot of time but some women a, a woman might say oh he was staring at me so hard it's like he raped me now see when you throw around a term like rape and then you put it at the same place when you say he was staring at me he was raping me Undress me with his eyes. That's undressing you with his eyes. But 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 that you never had that. If you never experienced what that feel like. Well, first of all, I'm fine. That happens to me a lot. A lot of women, a lot of women do that shit all the time. You can't say nobody jail for looking at you. Yeah, you can't. You can't. But what it's saying is you're comparing the uncomfortability that it gives. What you're doing, you're taking a serious crime, a crime I feel should be punishable by death. I'll be honest, rape should be punishable by death but you're lessening the word rape because somebody's gonna say oh that's bullshit that ain't no rape that ain't no rape so when if you actually use the word rape then you're gonna you're giving somebody leeway to say yeah you know rape ain't you know you're giving more leeway you're softening the word rape if you qualify if you qualify everything as rape you're softening what a real rape no, is. You don't soften. We stick to. We stick up for our women. Women have their voice. Yes. They have their right. So if they feel if that that is how they want to express their experience, whether whatever terminology that they decide to use, they have the right to do so. And Sly, I can't believe you said it should be punishable by death because you'd be dead by now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Don't don't play me like that. I I got a mama. <laughs> It's about respect though. It's just about just about having some respect and well, decency. Well, let, 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 let's hold let's hold off hold off one second. Let's go to a comment. Michelle Denise said women need to learn to speak up for themselves. If attention is not welcome, shut that shit down immediately. Now let's pause for a second. Pause on what she said right there. Um that is true, but it is also dangerous. Now, what I mean by that now, because you got some some perverts, some shitty-ass men out here. There's some shitty-ass men out here. And if we take Michelle's uh, point of view, we take Michelle's point of view, women step up. And if somebody, if she walking down the street and some dude holler at her and say, uh, you know, what up, shorty, what up, shorty? And Michelle says, nah, nah, I'm not your shorty. Um, leave me alone and keep moving. Now, we have heard and seen examples of men going to the extreme and, and, and beating up women and you know doing killing. killing women over some bullshit because she just didn't want to accept this advance that's when 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 I you know it's shit like that is hard being a woman it is hard being a woman because you have to understand your environment you got to understand you know how do I tell this guy no without this guy killing me or without this guy beating me. So sometimes just coming out there and shutting that shit down immediately 
might be dangerous to a woman's health. But that's so where we need our men. You got to learn how. But, but what if you're walking by yourself? See, the thing is, if a woman walking with me, and, and, and if you my friend, you in my area, you, you I mean, even if she's not my friend, a woman's going to be protected because that's who I am because I got a mom. I got a sister. So she's going to be protected, and she won't have to worry about that. But there are cases when women are walking down the street, minding their own goddamn business, and and somebody try to holler, and she's like, nah, I'm not interested. And and then she might get beat up or something. You know what I'm saying? So, it, man, it, it's it's how do you walk that line? Shauna, we had Shauna, we had Shauna on here a while ago, and Shauna was like, um, Shauna would say something like, I'm flat. Matter of fact, it was Shauna and Cherie. I gotta find that clip, but they will. They would say something like, "I'm I'm flattered, but uh, nah, I got a man, you know." And she was like, "Try to be polite as possible," and and they especially some especially in public, especially yeah. in front of people, because you don't want to you don't want to embarrass the dude, and the dude yeah. go go crazy. But it's just yeah. some dudes out here that, that don't know how to be told no. They don't understand no, and that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Um... Talking talking about all this, you know, it was a situation here in Memphis uh, last weekend, actually, mm-hmm. where it was a, a girl jogging around the University of Memphis campus. You know, like, so she's a teacher. She got two kids, a husband and all that stuff. Um, actually, one of my good friends is one of her friends. And she was jogging around the campus. And some dude just picked up and forced her in the car and, uh, you know, two days later, they found her dead, you know, down in South Memphis somewhere, man. You know, it's crazy that, you know, women have to think about, can I go jogging by myself without mm-hmm. somebody trying to come scoop me up and stuff like that, man? This is, it's hard out here, man. That's that's rough to think about, you know. I, I didn't personally know the girl. I know she was like, uh, she played soccer at University of Memphis or something like that. They won the championship. She's a really good person from everything that I know. And, you know, something like that just happened. You know, it's like you said, being out there and you shut it down and then somebody getting mad and hitching hell with a bottle of uh, anything. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a thin line to, to toe. I mean, that, I mean, it's for women, for one, because, you know, it's hard to do it for them to protect themselves against men. I mean, for, for men too, though. Yeah. I mean, you over there talking, talking cash to somebody, they pull out a gun and shoot you. You know, hey, it's rough out here, man. It is, man. What up, what up, Alvin? Hey, shout out to Alvin, man. Hope you're feeling better, Big Al. Big yes, Al sir. out there. Big Al. Get the picture right for me, Al. What's up? I'm in the theater hey. there. <laughs> hey, yeah. but check this out, though. But we, we're, but like Corner said, even though we should, we still need men. We need men to be men. That's just what it is. I mean, we call a spade a spade. We got we need men to be men. If she says no, the answer is no. Yeah, man. We all have been turned down. There's been women that have been told, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not as much as a woman <laughs> telling a man, but it does happen. Like, no, nah, you know, no, thank you. I got a man, I got a woman, whatever the case may be. So we just need people to be human, man, and have some respect. And some decency about themselves, dog. That's what it boils down to. But you know what though? It start with it start with us. It start with responsible men. It start with responsible men teaching younger men that it's yeah, okay. Hold people accountable. 
Yeah, yeah. Hold hold motherfuckers accountable. That that's that's the exact truth, right there. Hold people accountable. You let them know, hey man, check this out. You ain't supposed to go about doing this or talking shit to women this way. That ain't how you go about getting a woman, man. And it's okay for a motherfucker to tell you no. And and once again, I always go back to one of my homeboys, the way he said, he says the rule of ten, man. You holler at ten women. <laughs> he say shit. Five, yeah, five of them gonna tell you get the hell away from me. I don't want nothing to do with you. Two of them might smile and say, "All right, yeah, okay, whatever." You know, one of them, uh, two of them might give you a little bit of conversation, but one of them gonna say, "Hey, man, here go my number. Let's see what happened." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hold that, hold that, hold that slide. Here another good one from Michelle Denise. She said, "Devil's advocate." Women need to realize every compliment is not an advancement. Just saying. Ooh, that's true. That's true. And now you hey. see that a lot. Every mm-hmm. time you say, how you doing? Or hold the door. You know, as women look at you like, you know what I'm saying? Don't even say thank you. You want to do what that um that little skit did. Grab them, put them back in the stove, and try it again. Because who raised you? No. Who raised you? It's, it's common sense. If you walk, a woman is walking out of the door or in the door, I'm going to hold the door. Not that I'm trying to get at you, chick. I don't even know you and your lace front messed up. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, you know, uh, you know, we all we all gentlemen raised in the South, so holding the doors for a woman is something that that you know just come natural. It come, it come That's natural. The first thing you learn, hold the door for your mama, mm-hmm. hold the door for your sister. You learn that at an early age in the South. Now I'm not gonna lie, I hold doors for women. If they walk by and don't say anything, I will say you welcome. I will say it out loud I'll so they hear me. Yes, sir. So they'll hear me yes. saying you welcome. And then, and then a lot of times, you know, and, and a lot of times women forget or just not thinking. They may have something forget. else on them. They may have something else Man. on their mind. Hold them, hold them accountable. We just talked you, about you, accountability. You, you right, but I, I, I will say you welcome. And then they be, oh, okay, okay, okay. I ain't never had a woman be like, man, fuck you. I ain't asked you to hold the door for me. I ain't never no, had a woman no, say that. But you, but you shouldn't have to say you're welcome either. Mm-hmm. But I said, because she might have forgot. You know what I'm saying? She might have had some other shit on her mind. But I think okay. just common courtesy is a, is a thing that's lost. Common courtesy is something that's lost in society. And and we need to find it. Yeah. We, we, we need to find it, man. I think that it's not enough men checking younger men. Mm-hmm. And Don't want to get shot. That's what, and <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, that's true. And so in terms where things are getting worse and worse and worse by the minute, you know? And so what does this look like for our kids, right? Does this mean that they're going to be in a world where maybe chivalry does become dead because mm-hmm. you can't say nothing to nobody or you can't do anything? So yeah. I mean, it's a hard, it's almost it's a hard like not life. Yeah, it is. It really is. It is man. Walk in a hard place. And you know this thing. I just teach my son. <laughs> I teach my son be respectful. Um, if a woman walks by, you know, you hold the door open. You know, you you do be a respectful man. And as long as I believe, now I, I believe as long as you're respectful, everything should work its way out. You know what I'm saying, but when you're disrespectful, you're calling, calling women out their name, and and stuff like that. Then that's when a lot of drama's gonna happen. You know, if you don't understand, I try to teach my kid. You know, read the room. That's that's something I always say to them. 
read mm-hmm. the room, check the temperature, you know. And it, and if you can check the temperature, you can read the room, you'll be all right. Cause my, my son, he's 13 in eighth grade. You know, he had that age, he started to smell himself, getting a little bit of hair, you know, where it wasn't used to, where it ain't used to be at. You know what I'm saying? So he he he's he seeing these little girls. But I'm like, hey, man, you just be yourself. Don't, try not to put anybody in a position you wouldn't want your mama to be in. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you know, whatever, the way you talk to these women, talk to them the way you would want somebody to talk to your mama. And, and, and if you can, if you can operate like that, you'll be a good guy. You you'll be all right. Right, and that's a part of raising raising your son, raising your child, having that type of conversations, which leads us to our next topic. Next, hold topic. on, hold on. Before we go to the next topic, I want to say something real quick. What? Hey, so all that stuff we was talking about, holding people accountable and everything like that. You know, it's a lot of people that's pushing you to do that stuff like like uh what we talked about earlier about the teacher and all that stuff and you you asked Fly about what his if his son was to do it, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of a lot of some dads would be like, Yeah son, congratulations, good job. You know what I'm saying? Yep, they do. Hey, and I'm like, dang, so you gonna really tell your son to this is what life about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of going to school and you know, bettering yourself as a person, you you you, you congratulating them, pumping them up by having sex with an older woman or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That stuff happened all the time. I, I don't see plenty of examples of that. Let me get one in before we transition. Real quick, putting yourself in a position for a woman is tough. Uh, me and my cousin were somewhere, and this woman's boyfriend was uh, getting ready to tour uh, pretty much attack her because he was keeping her away from getting in her car, her and her son. Her teenage son was crying, so me and my cousin intervened. Like, dude, we can't let this go down, you know what I'm saying? So we stepped in and got away from the situation, but we put ourselves in harm's way, even though we had the means to protect ourselves, but it shouldn't come to that. Now we can go ahead and transition. Yeah, you see, that, that man, that is, that that's, that's admirable of you, man, especially in today's world. You know, you don't know how crazy this guy was, and right. and you know that that's just that's real admirable, admirable of you, and it's like being in situations like that. Cause I, I remember one time I was with my ex-wife, and it was just me and her, and we was at a um, we was at a football game, we was at a football game, uh, a youth football game, and and one of the parents on the team got into it with his baby mama, and he yelling and cussing and you know raising up his hand like he was about to do damage and, and my my ex-wife she saw it before i did and she's like slide slide look over there look over there and i'm looking and i'm like oh shit and i'm like and i'm thinking to myself oh shit i got to go over here and i got to do something so you go over there but luckily i had some type of relationship with the parent where he saw me as you know okay this is my kid coach you know and then i was bigger than him too so that always helped was bigger than them, but, I, but that's that's pretty much every scenario. Well, yeah, but you know, and so so I could I went over there and defused the situation. I calmed him down. She got in her car and she left, and I kept him there for a while. And and we just rapped, you know, me and him. We just talked, and we talked about what was going on, the issues he was having, issues she was having, and, and it was a session with where, where uh, a man got a chance to. 
I don't want to say mentor, but he was a little he was younger than me. But I got a chance to talk to him and let him know that hey man, you you doing this in front of your son, you showing your son that this is acceptable. You know, uh, the kid, the the guy had to be about, he had to be about 26, 27, you know what I'm saying? How old were you at the time? I was 32, 33, something like that, you know. a little bit older. Yeah, I was a a little bit older, you know what I'm saying? But you still got to take that chance to to mentor him, though, no matter mm -hmm. the age, you still got to mentor him. Yeah. You know, but it was was a chance for him to calm down. and, And, you know, hopefully... Hopefully that was the last time that ever happened. Now it never happened at the school. It never happened again at the park. So you know maybe we said it said something right. You know maybe it said something right. Now you know it's funny because I I I met the kid. I saw the kid years and years later, and he seemed to be a well-adjusted young man. As a matter of fact, he in college right now. The the, the boy in college right now. So maybe. It was a positive, but you know it it, it could have went wrong in so many different ways if if that young man wasn't if he ain't want to listen you know what i'm saying if he was to the point where he was like man fuck this i don't want his shit else yeah. and he go to the pistol <laughs> i had my pistol on my hey, but y'all, y'all ever heard of the butterfly i know y'all heard of the butterfly effect right yeah hey you, you never know I, I i almost speak to everybody that i come in contact with you never know one positive thing that you said to somebody that could change the trajectory or their life or something like that. So I, I try not to miss the opportunity to speak to somebody or something like that or, or tell them my opinion or, you know, try to say something positive to somebody because that may be the one thing that kept them from committing suicide or killing somebody else or doing something, you know what I'm saying? You know, it just just be, just be out there trying to be a light to everybody, man. I mean, no matter how little you think it is, and I know a lot of people like, I don't like people. I don't talk to people. You know stuff like that. That just ain't me. I like to. I talk to everybody. <laughs> so I guess that goes to the part about being a village, right? How being a village, people needing a village to raise these kids, and um, from younger to older, whatever way, right? Because a lot of times we can say in the twenties we may want to hang out with a lot of friends, but in the thirties it's like, listen. I need to call my mama. I need to call my daddy, you know, to give me some advice on these things, but just raising them. Um, so something to think about. Well, check this. You know, it's funny. You're talking about giving advice about raising kids and raising children, man. One of the big things going on, um, it was a Facebook group I'm in right here. It said, our last discussion, discussion question on this week's topic. Many of us were told, some version of by 18 you need to be out on your own is this still wise or fair will you have this rule for your kids why or why not we all have kids we all are parents um how do y'all feel about this rule 18 you got to get up out of here time times don't change man you know mm-hmm. back like i'll say before our generation so it was all manual labor so they were probably working when they were 13 years old. You know what I mean? So it was like, y'all, you work on the same field, the same manufacturing warehouse as your daddy do. You make just as much money as he do. You know what I mean? So go get your own stuff. But, you know, as time has gone on, things have changed. You know, and it's like, are you just going to throw your kid out there to the woods to fail? Especially if you know that they ain't ready to, to move out. You know what I mean? But... 
it, it got to be some type of stipulations with this too. You know, you can't just live here and play the video game for 10 hours a day. You're going to have to have a job. You're going to have to have a plan to try to get out. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a, it's some steps to that thing. You got, you can't, it got to be a learning process. You right. can't just say, all right, I'm 18 years old. I'm going to kick them out. But Right, you gotta be able to prepare them, prepare them for the real world, right? So that that considers just like um when they're younger, still may having those conversations and still preparing them because what you can't do is just push them out there. Now you have some people that you could push out there and they're not gonna sink, they're gonna say, Hey, listen, I'm out here on my own, I gotta grind, I gotta get it, I gotta get it. But then you have some kids who you push out there and totally Go down here, you know, or whatever. So, but still, that type of child depends on still how they was raised growing up. So, I think that it's also important for the parent to do their part in making sure that they effectively raise a child. And, and two, knowing having the discretionary to say, "Hey, is my child really ready for this or no?" Mm. And but then you have sometimes some. Some kids are so disrespectful, and parents has just had it up to here, and they like, you know what, well, I. You got to get out of here. I don't care where you go, but you got to get out of here. You know, so you have all these different scenarios. So I think that it varies per the child, per the parenting and whatever. But everybody mature at different times. Mm-hmm. I may be ready at 18, but the next person may take to 25. But mm-hmm. I agree with Chance. You got to be doing something, being yeah. school, working, trying to stack some money, going to a trade school. You know, I'll be doing something because I, I I can't take care of no adult. Yeah. Just laying around playing video games, running up the light bill, the water bill, <laughs> eating the all the food. Yeah. Every time well, I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. Right. The <laughs> hey, LeBron, you ever got home from work and you seen somebody there? We like, I've been at work all day. What are you doing here? You know, you just get yeah, mad like, just seeing them. You know. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm the type. I don't want nobody right in my face when I get off work. When yep. I get home. Mm-hmm. I'm in my sanctuary. I need to be able to take my shirt and towel, get the kids off of me, go take a shower, and, and just kind of relax for a minute. Mm. I don't even want to see you all up in my face like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you played sports in high school or anything, but like, me and, LeBron, like yeah. me and LeBron, you that's know not we a played, sport. We played something every season. So it wasn't like we could really prepare ourselves working wise. And then, you know, we went to college and all that stuff and came. You know, playing sports, you can't get no job either. You see, man, I, that's bullcrap. I, I know people that dog play high school ball, life. worked on Saturdays and Sundays, even if it was two days a week. Mm-hmm. No, nah, as as an athlete, you can't really have. I mean, you could, I guess, but you know, we played every season. We had something going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then in college, you can't get a job when you play sports. You know, it, it's just you can't do that. Yeah. See, I don't think that having a child in the home that may be over 18, that it's feasible to give them a bill, like maybe a water bill or a cable bill. Do you think that that's feasible? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. no and and this why this why I'm going to say it. If you have, like, let's say your child, and I think we do this a lot as, as, as black folk, and you look at a lot of these different other cultures, they, they do it a lot different. If your child... Let's say he's going to college. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's in college. He's working. I mean, I want him to, when my son turns 18, 
if if college is in his future, what he needs to do, I want him to go to college and experience that college life. I want him to experience everything that college has to offer, and I'm going to take care of him. When he graduates from college, I'm still not going to put him out. And this is this is why I won't put him out after he graduates from college. Now, after he graduates from college, he, he better get a job. You know what I'm saying? He's not coming home and just sitting on my goddamn couch. I want him to get a job. I want him to get money in, have money coming in. I want him to build a nest egg. I want him to have something. So after a year or so, when it's time for him to find his own new place, he can have some money saved up where he can buy a house. He doesn't have to get an apartment. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have to worry about working this job and and having to get another job, a part-time job on the side so he can barely stay in an apartment with a roommate or something like that who who he doesn't even like or stuff like that. I want him I want him to be able to save a little bit of money and save a nest egg so when it's time for him to go out, time for him to spread his wings, he'll have something ready for him because when I left, like I I, I went to Kentucky then I transferred back home to USC. And I never stayed on USC campus. I came back home. I stayed with my mom. And, you know, because I wanted to stay out all night and shit like that. It's like, nah, I ain't staying with mama. I'm going to get me my own apartment and have this job while I'm finishing up at USC. And and it was tough. It was tough. I had a roommate, me and Jay. Jay Little was my roommate. Shout out to Jay. You know, it, it was tough because I had to work at UPS. You know what I'm saying? I was a delivery boy at, at uh pizza place. You know what I'm saying? All while trying to concentrate on college and trying to do shit like that, and it was tough. But if I would have stayed my black ass at home and listened to my mama rules, you know, that that part of my life could have been a lot easier. I could have stacked a lot more money. Let me tell you this. I did it differently, and I think that I was better prepared on the way. I, my mother actually gave me what you're saying that you want him to do after college, gave me that inside of college. So I got a work study, right? Everybody know what the work study is. You be on campus. Got a work study. Then she said, hey, you're responsible for your own phone bill. So what it did was it taught me how to consistently pay a bill. Mm. You got so many kids that you want to put it on their own. They going to blow their money, work a little bit in college, just spend it, spend it, spend it. You didn't teach them how to just pay bills. I started off with one bill. Okay, then I maybe spend, I probably ate the rest of going out to restaurants and stuff like that. So, oh, you could do all that? Hey, car insurance, give me $100 a month for car insurance. But what it did, it wasn't that she needed it. It was she was teaching me the benefit on how to be responsible enough to pay a bill. So as soon as I graduated from college, I had a job. So when I walked into my own apartment, I was used to paying bills. That was nothing new. Hey, so so 18 years old, we say no for most part. We and say I, that it depends on the child. But how old how old too old? You know, 28? Oh yeah, you, you, oh, you, yeah. Got, you got to be gone. Twenty-one is too old if you ask me. You should have got stuff together by then. I don't want to become an enabler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna support my son. If they in college, but like but but like Quanah said, you got to teach them and have them prepared. You can't just throw them out to the wolves and you never taught them how to go grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. You never taught them how to money management, how to save this from this check to that check to have a savings. 
you you gotta prepare them before you just throw them out there. Yeah. If not, you're gonna raise a criminal. All right. So, so they're gonna so, be out there doing all kind of crazy. So they, so they go to college, they 22, 23 years old when they graduate, right? Mm-hmm. So so you know, you said 21, but they still in college at 21 most at most time. So how many years after college they still can live with you? I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a year and a half. I'm going to give you a year and a half and I like what Al, Al Big Al said in the comments. He was like uh make them pay but you save that money and when they leave give it back. Yes. And that that's what my mama did. That's what mama did for me when I got my first apartment. You yeah, know. You can't live nowhere for free. You mm-hmm. you teaching them that they can live somewhere for free. There, how many people y'all know that won't pay bills, got kicked out of eviction of apartment? You know, you can't live anywhere for free. You got to pay bills in this life, you know? So I agree with if you want to keep the money and give them something, you know, save up. That forces them to save. But I think that they need that structure to be, they just need that structure. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. with that, Quan. But I, I think we all in agreement, though. Yeah. Just putting them out at 18. <laughs> <laughs> but see it's different it's different you say your daddy did but you you was in college though you see what i'm saying so technically you you wasn't out you was in college when when that summer happened what what you did that first summer i came back for one summer there you go but but you wasn't out though that was it but you man man i can't tell you everything i was out (laughs) With my daddy, I was out. My hmm. mama and my oldest sister, I wasn't. But with my daddy, oh, bro, I was out. 18, he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. He was but... not joking. My dad was in the Marines at 18, 19. He was not joking. Mm-hmm. He still ain't joking. <laughs> but but it but it is funny, though, man. It, 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 a lot of it depends on your parents, man. I'm 43 years old, man. Whenever my mama come in town, she come to my place. My mama still think I'm 17 years old, man. She come in my place. She clean up. She go and bring some random canned goods and shit and put in the, the got dog on cabinet. You know? Man, you gotta love stuff like that. You know, I get I get home from work. My mama stand. Shit, I got dinner ready for me and Cam. Mama done cook dinner for me and Cam. I'm like, shit, hey. Now, that was the best thing about living away from my mama. Mm-hmm. I was living in Greenville and Aiken. Whenever they come to visit, Mama bro. Came, boy. Mama cook enough for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti. She has something for you to eat right now. And she done went to the grocery store and the house smelled good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the warmness of all of this right now. What it did, right? So even though they may have done this in the past, it's the warmness that it feels. A small gesture of just cleaning up the place or you know cooking it makes us you know all happy to be that's that part of parenting that you're proud of right i'm proud to say that that's my mom and i'm proud to say that that's what they do and that's thing that's something that we as parents should strive to want for our kids too for they can remember hey i'm proud my mama did this for me i'm proud my daddy did this or i knew that my daddy was in my corner he he might have been mean, but he was in my corner, you know, or whatever. I yeah, used to always yeah. say people all the time, like, listen, y'all don't want me to go call my mama now. I call my mama, it's going to be some smoke, you know. So just being able to have lie. that level she of dependence. 
<laughs> just being able to depend on your parent. Like we have to be that for these kids. We gotta be that, you know, they ride or dies, as most people say. Mm-hmm. But it, it but it's not only for our kids now. Yeah. Cause now it's so many kids that don't have that, you know what I'm saying, that luxury of having somebody in their corner. I find myself having to, you know, walk seniors out for senior night. You know what I'm saying? Because their parents are not there. I find myself having to be wear multiple hats because I work with elementary school kids and I work with high school kids. So it's one end of the spectrum to another. So, you know, you have to be a a lot of things for these kids these days. Yeah, man. Shout out, you know, shout out to the teachers, man. Shout out to to the teachers out there who doing, doing things for these kids, man. Cause, um, you know, my, my ex-wife, she was a, she was a school she, – well, she still is a school teacher. And um, and I saw many a times where, you know, she's packing lunch for school and shit like that, and she packing two or three lunches. And, you know, because we talk – she taught – she teaches in poor area. And so she, she's bringing food for two or three kids so they'll have something to eat yeah. um, after school, not not during school. You know, something after school and, you know, um, one or two of the little girls, she'll get their hair done. Um, you know, she'll have a, a beauty day or whatever on the weekend with one or two of the girls. And my, my girl now, man, she does stuff with these kids now, you know. She'll bring snacks and stuff to school for these kids today. So, man, shout out to the teachers out there, the, the good teachers, man. You know, the teacher, teachers, hey, the ones not screwing the kids. All right. All the kids know that Mr. Brown keeps snacks. Man, I go to Sam's and have chips, honey bun, Big Mom. That's why I can't wait for my P-E-B-T that's on its way. (laughs) (laughs) No, they giving P-E-B-T's out for people. All kids. (laughs) Oh, shit. I need need one of them. Shout Shout out to LeBron. LeBron, teacher of the year. But it, it don't count because it, it, it got an asterisk. Beside. It was it was a COVID year. It got an asterisk beside it. Man, come on. <laughs> you didn't teach you the year for real, LeBron? And, and it was two, yeah, I was teachers. for last year. Last year, okay, okay. It was an asterisk beside it. It was doing COVID. It don't matter. It was doing COVID. He said somebody got one. Yeah, somebody. It was like. Wait, wait, LeBron, what you got, a parking spot? Yeah, I got. I had a little parking spot. I didn't even use it. It was in the front. I like to slip out the back too much, so I parked in the back. I didn't even use it. Hey, hold, hold on a second. Got my name on the marquee. T Green, T Green talking about T Green Nesbit over here talking about shout out to Sarah. Nah, she she getting no shout outs on this show. She, she yo Sarah getting no shout out. God damn, you I fucked up. One. I messed up. I messed up. Hey, hey I was just thinking when, when you was talking about that, I was like. You sound like such a good person, and how you mess—you just messed it up. So like. Nah, bro. Nah, <laughs> nah. We didn't. <laughs> no, Jay. Hey. Uh, all right, that's enough. That's this is a whole different. That's a whole different show, bro. That's, that's a whole. Enough. That's enough. No, nothing else. Don't go and say nothing else. <laughs> that's a whole other show. She, she. Hey, I talk shit. She, she's a great teacher. She, she's a great. Uh, teacher in in her um in her role, I think I, I got a fetish for teachers. I got a problem. Oh, huh. right, next. I done dated and, and married and 
snubbed on a whole bunch of man, teachers in my listen, life. Bro. Are we going to what? What is I, it? Oh. I got a problem. Oh man, What's we get section? we getting real we close, getting close to, to time. we getting close to time, man. It's about time for yeah, us to take. It's about time for us to take a walk, man. We gotta we gotta take a walk down the nineties block, man. You know how we do. Every week, man, we take a stroll down the nineties block, and what we do, we kind of reminisce on something in the nineties, something that happened, and, and we try to compare a couple of things for the nineties. And this week, we're gonna go with television shows. We're gonna go with Mo- Moesha versus Living Single. Moesha was the story of a girl in the suburbs of L.A., teenage, uh, senior in high school, junior in high school, and her trials and tribulations or whatever. And living single is our uh, four single women in New York, man, starring the real queen, Queen Latifah. Miss Latifah. So, Do you know her real name? Dana. Dana something. Dana, I forget. All right, go ahead. Just, oh, yeah. Nah, hey. She is my queen, bro. That's my queen. <laughs> Fuck this, this this old white lady who died. <laughs> that, that's my queen, Latifah. But, yeah, man, how, how y'all feel about that one? Moesha or living single? Which, which one you prefer? I'm going living single. Yeah. I like my girl, Max. Yeah. I was rocking with Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, oh, damn. <laughs> and and toot it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they had yeah, more uh, too. star star uh, action power. Actors. But uh, you know, Moesha was good too. I mean, it was it was a little. I thought it was a little corny most of the time, but it, it was it was fun yeah. to watch. But uh, and then you know, Brandy had to bring little Ray J on the show every once in a while. I try to get him. <laughs> you gotta get him paid. <laughs> Give him a little check. Uh, but yeah, Living Single was was a classic. Man, you can't. You, you can't go wrong with living single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. always had a little storyline that, that tried to teach you something towards the end. Mm-hmm. Right, with, with, yeah. So, it, I mean, it, it, Moesha, it was a lane for Moesha, but if I had to pick, I'm going living single. Yeah, Moesha was good at putting the medicine inside the candy. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I thought they was they was real good at that, man. And uh, who was that? Fred Joe Star Sticky Fingers? Yeah, the one who died. I think that was Fredro Starr. That was Fredro Starr on it. That, yeah, yeah, that was on there from Onyx. Yeah, yeah, he was on it. They had, uh, you know, the lady died. The um, yeah, um, uh, the lady who Yvette, owned Yvette Wilson. Yeah, she Yvette had passed Wilson away. Is her name. You know the crazy. You know something. And Dale. You know when she got sick, mm-hmm. she she passed away of cancer, but when she got sick and was on like her her last little bit of a run, Cat Williams took her in. And she lived with with Cat Williams, and he took care of her, you know, until she passed away. Man, that's that's real honorable. I did wow, not know that, man. Shout out to Cat. Yeah, man. They say they say Cat Williams a real generous type dude, man. For if you in his crowd, man, Cat Williams, it especially toward women, especially toward women, Cat Williams is uh, kind of famous for for taking care of women comedians and and putting money. In their pocket, like I know Miss Pat. I don't know if y'all know Miss Pat, the comedian oh, yeah. Miss Pat. Yeah, I know Miss Pat. She was like she she went out on tour with Cat or whatever. She went for one day, one spot day with Cat, and she said Cat put more money in her pocket than anybody ever did. And you know Lunell, Lunell, big time uh, Cat Williams supporter man, and 
and Melanie Camacho. Yeah, Cat Williams. Cat Williams do a lot for the sisters, man. Did you see where him? He was him and Wanda from V. Oh, that was the most hilarious yeah, thing. And that was funny. And the thing is, Cat ain't even really wanted with her. He, he uh-huh. ain't wanted. And she yep. kept digging in. She kept digging. She sure did. She, and he let her have it. Cat was lying about some of them specials he had, though. Yeah. <laughs> he got all, yeah. all that money. Come on, Cat. Chill yeah. out. But I got the point he was trying to make. But, but yeah, Cat's man. Cat's funny, he though. Cat's funny. Cat's Cat funny, dude. Cat man. is funny. But old girl, old girl just kept picking at him, dog. So she finally got what he was looking for, what she was looking for. And mm-hmm. then she ran and played the victim. Talking about bringing mm-hmm. her husband. Yeah, and then her husband was chasing around the comedy act theater that, that night. <laughs> that night they met, uh, um, he had a show, well, Red Grant had a show, and Kat showed up, and her husband was out there, and they went and chased him into a grocery store, because that, that comedy act theater is in, in like this little strip mall, kind of north of Atlanta, and and uh, dude was chasing him around, and ended up running him into a grocery store, and he locked the, they locked the door of the grocery store, the husband couldn't get to him. Like, oh, shit. But I was like, hey, man, your, your wife talked that shit up, man. Your your wife talked yeah, up that ass. She begged with... for it. She begged for so, it. Mm-hmm. My man, Cat Williams, yeah. man. All right, so we going with Living Single, huh? Yeah, I think uh, I think Living, Living Single was the one, man. And then pl- plus, you know, I'm 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 in love with Tootie, though. I've been in love with Tootie for a long time. But you know she got she got that new show with Mike Epps that come on um Netflix. Y'all seen that? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. that. I like that, man. I like that. Well, check this, man. It's been another great episode of the Rip Twenty Eight Podcast. Another great episode podcast. of the Rip Twenty Eight Podcast. So, uh, hey, man, we got any part shot chance? You got anything to say before we get out of here? His name is El Presidente. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, check my boy uh, CJ out on my Facebook post. He out there uh, running that rock. You know what I'm saying? Proud of him. He really starting to learn how to play the game. He out there putting that wood on people on defense, getting loose on offense. So get it, young fella. Get it, young fella. CJ doing big things up there, man. I like that. I like that, yeah, man. Slop dog we live in Arkansas. He wasn't gonna do it here. Hey man. Hey man, I'm I'm a firm believer. Uh, I told we me and Chance talking about this last night, man. I told Chance, man, speed translate. If you faster than everybody, you know, it don't matter if you in Arkansas or you in or you in downtown Atlanta. If you run a four three, a four three is a four three. But I won't see you do it against some brothers though. <laughs> You can't be the only brother on the field running past a bunch of white boys. That ain't, that ain't going to impress me, bro. Hey, that's how we play again. Nah, nah, y'all y'all play them suburb brothers. I, I need I need y'all to come to the city. Hey, come to do. We play better team than uh, when we was coming up. <laughs> I need I need to see I need to see what you do against the brothers. All right, all right, Quana, you got anything to say before we get out of here? Yeah, I just want to say, everybody, take care of them kids. Take care of them kids financially, mentally, everything. <laughs> take care of them kids. And don't be leaving them with your old girlfriend. And stuff. Hey, <laughs> but it's been real good stuff today, y'all. 
What about you, LBZ? You got it? Did we we did you, LBZ? No, you good. Um, just want to say, man, don't to all the men out there, don't be scared to step in and be a man. Yeah. Don't be scared to step in and be a man. Go ahead. Chivalry is not dead, ladies. Don't accept less, man. We still out here. Still good people, good men out here. So don't lose hope in the black man. All right, all right, man. It's been another great episode of the Rip 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like. But we keep on talking about them on the Rip 28 Podcast. I want everybody to know that the road to success is dotted with many tempting parking spaces. But you got to keep on going. It's the Rip 28 Podcast. We'll see you back next week. We holla. Holla. Gentlemen, if you